The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, equal housing lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. As expected, the Fed raised interest rates by a half a point. This could push rates for a 30-year fixed mortgage to 6%, a number we haven't seen since the 2008 crash. At the same time, home prices remain at record highs. So what will this do to the mortgage market? This is The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network, and today I'm joined by staff writer Doug Page. Doug, thanks for joining me. Hey, thank you, Mike. So before we get into sort of what's going to happen here, I think we need to set the table and take a look at where we are with mortgage rates, specifically that 30-year fixed mortgage that we're using as as sort of a measuring stick. And where are we right now, Doug? Well, right now, Mike, we're at 5.36%. But given the Fed's uh, rate increase uh, today, that number should uh, go up eventually. How much it'll go up by, we don't know. Uh, but uh, the uh, when the uh, when the Federal Market Open Committee goes ahead and raises interest rates, you tend to see an increase in um, in mortgage rates. So we should see one at some point. Uh, how long it will take, it's it's hard to say. But it's worth mentioning, Mike, if if I can just provide a little background, if that's okay with you. Um, you know, the last uh, Federal Open Market Committee meeting was back in March. And in the course of basically an eight-week period, if you think about it, from that meeting to up until basically late last week, we were seeing uh, you know mortgage rates go on a tear. They went from basically 3.76% to 5.1%, and we're talking in just an eight-week period. So that's, that's huge. And that was off of a quarter-point increase. Exactly, exactly. So what will happen now with, with this 50% uh, or 50 basis point increase? Uh, hard to say, but but six percent would seem to be not out of the question. And this is you go back to September. The rate for this thirty-year fixed mortgage was under three percent. So this is a, a very rapid increase, even before the Fed raised the rates back in March. What do we think is going to happen with with home loan mortgages? Well, uh, you're you know we've seen a, a steady, basically decline in applications for purchases. Uh, and we certainly have seen a precipitous drop in, refi- in refis, you know, too, as well. I mean, they're down, what, 70% uh, pretty much year over year. But, you know, that said, what's interesting is lenders are still saying it's a purchase market. And that even though there has been this increase in interest rates uh, that's been sizable, and practically, if you think about it, double since September, roughly, uh, what is that, uh, almost a six, seven-month, eight-month eight month period of time. I mean, nobody's expecting demand to, to go ahead and slip. Uh, along the way, I mean, why not? I mean, we're also seeing home prices go up. So, so why why are we still seeing loan applications holding strong? Well, part of the reason we're seeing loan applications as strong as they are because inventory is down, and so the people who are in the market are people who actually can afford to go ahead and pay these interest rates too, as well. 
And that's probably the, more than anything else, the, you know, the reason why. Also, too, keep in mind, you know, the Fed has been making a lot of noise ever since it got off this idea that, you know, inflation is transitory, ever since it dropped that idea, that, you know, it is going to go ahead and increase interest rates. So if you are a serious buyer uh, in the mortgage market or for a home today, right, you kind of have it in the back of your head that if every month that you wait to buy a house, uh, it's going to cost you that much more. So you have to find the house. I don't know if it's going to be of your dreams. That's hard to say. But if you find a house that comes close to meeting, you know, what your expectations are or what you want in the home, you better get in and and make, you know, your, your bid as, as quickly as you can to go ahead and, and buy the house or make your offer, I should say, not your bid, but make your offer. And what are lenders telling you about the future? I mean, we are seeing, you're seeing houses maybe stay on the market a little bit longer. We're seeing projections that multi-offer competitions for houses will go down, that some people are being scared out of the market here as prices go up and as rates go up. So are lenders expecting these, you know, have applications go down? What do they think is going to happen over the summer? Well, they do think applications are, are going to go down, but they still see an intense amount of demand uh, along the way. So so the people who are in the market, and also what's happening with, too, with, with you know, at least some, what some lenders are saying is, look, this is the absolute right time to go ahead and buy. Because even if you're going to get an interest rate on a 30-year fix at, say, 6%, what you have, at least down the road, and this might take 18 months to 24 months, is that they're saying that's when they think interest rates are going to drop. So that presents for, for uh, some of today's buyers a potential uh, refi opportunity down the road. It could be 18 months away. It could be two years away. But that's what some lenders are also telling me, too. And, of course, we have the Fed meeting over the summer a couple of times. So I'm sure that's a factor. Absolutely. Because, again, the Fed is making lots of noise about raising rates. Now, one economist told me that uh, given the fact that the 10-year Treasury bond uh, this week uh, hit, hit or went over above 3%, that that might mean that the Fed might not have to raise interest rates as high in the coming months. Again, that's, that's today. Uh, that could change next week. That might change tomorrow. That might change on Friday. I mean, who knows? But there is this also this possibility. So we're in a very, very fluid period of time where it's hard to offer up a prediction in terms of what interest rates are going to go to. I mean, they could go to 6%, possible. They could go to 7%. I mean, we really don't know right now. What about on the refi side? I know you, you talked about lenders telling you that they're, they're seeing it go down, and we've seen that in numbers. But what do they expect to happen going forward? Well, if... Well, they expect refis to continue to, to, to drop. I mean, they really think this is really going to be a purchase market. But if we have a period of time of like 18 to 24 months where interest rates go up and then suddenly they drop, and, and that say that's 18 months from now or two years from now, what they're expecting is that could be a sizable opportunity for, for them to go ahead and refinance a bunch of mortgages. And, and keep something in mind, too, as well. This is what one lender pointed out to me. You know, of all the things that you can refinance, the house is the only thing you can refinance. You can't refinance your car loan, okay? There are lots of other things. You can't go ahead and refinance, you know, your, your credit card loan, uh, but you certainly can refinance your house. So that should drive a lot of demand. If we see at least a 1% drop, okay, a 1% drop in in 30-year fixed rates uh, down the road from where they are, let's say, day, today or if they go up in the next 18 to 24 months and we see a 1% drop in interest rates, that will drive a lot of demand for people to go ahead and refinance to get that savings. 
especially if home prices stay where they are and you're somebody who's owned your home for a while, it's a chance to be able to possibly cash in on some of that equity. Exactly, exactly. And home prices have, have gone up sizably. I mean, we're, we we saw, what, a 22% or so increase uh, last year. Uh, in the first quarter or so of this year, we have seen about, about a 5% increase. And it's hard to say how much houses are going to increase in value uh, for the remainder of 2022. Are there are there any other impacts of, of a six percent uh, mortgage rate? Sure, I mean one of the things that's happening out there is you're now seeing a difference between it's about a one point three percent difference between the thirty year fixed rate and the adjustable rate mortgage uh, interest rate too as well. So arms, uh, which for years had been sort of you know kicked to the curb, are now suddenly really coming back as a as an as an option for people and. Uh, you know, everybody is telling me now that they are seeing much more of an interest in arms. Also, too, as well, if you got a five-one arm potentially, you know, the uh, uh, basically an interest rate that's not going to go up for five years, you're making it easier for and more feasible for some people to go ahead and pay the mortgage. So while it's certainly it's risky, uh, if you think about it this way, you get the, the so let's say you you got a five you got a, a five-one arm. It comes in o- under five percent potentially right now. Okay, and then let's just say in the next 24 months a refi opportunity presents itself, you might be able to refi at less than the the arm rate that you're currently paying. Certainly, lock in before it, you know it, the the adjustable rate kicks in. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Doug, thanks so much for breaking this down for us. Hey, Mike, anytime. And we'll have the rest of your headlines, but first a quick word from our sponsor. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. Here's the rest of your headlines for today, May 4th. Mortgage loan applications rebounded last week, reversing a trend of 12 straight weeks of reductions. The MBA says that a 2.5% bump was driven by home purchases. Refis were flat and remained down 71% from last year. Navy Federal Credit Union is trying to clear up some misconceptions about VA loans. A survey found half of active duty members have a misunderstanding about VA loans, and one-third of veterans hold on to those. The credit union's launching a new education campaign to try and address those misconceptions. And finally, New York lawmakers passed a controversial bill that will no longer allow lenders to pause foreclosures. New York has a six-year statutory limit on foreclosures, but a court ruling last year lets lenders put proceedings on hold. Supporters of the bill say that those pauses put borrowers in judicial purgatory, but critics say that this change will let borrowers run out the clock on proceedings. Governor Kathy Hochul is expected to sign the bill. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All episodes are produced by T.G. Cotemporor and Matthew Mullins. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review so that others can find it. Thanks for listening.